0: We've got a viewing tomorrow. That's exciting.
1: Yeah, it is. I. <laughs> we haven't
0: had a viewing for a while. We haven't had I a viewing for the a last view... time we viewed a property?
1: No, there was some that mysteriously appeared on the island, and then I managed to shuffle them away. <laughs>
0: say a while it's, it's probably only been a handful of months hasn't it um we've had our hands tied in uh, other projects yeah um and yeah i've tried to sit on my hands for the last few weeks yeah. and um and, and not go for anything but no we've got viewing on monday which is uh, which is exciting but you quite rightly pointed out this morning uh, there is a good chance that this could be a shiny penny this one
1: yeah m- most definitely when you look at the numbers and you think how we could convert it and actually get some money back in
0: is it really viable but you, do, you don't know till we go and look at it no. so we definitely need to go and look at it we need to check it out um but do you want to explain to the listeners what we mean by a shiny penny in case anyone doesn't know what that means well a
1: shiny penny is is kind of one of those properties that jumps out at you from right moves saying buy me buy me buy me because it looks so gorgeous it looks so fantastic not gorgeous in the sense of done up i hasten to add but gorgeousness in the sense of what you could potentially do with it.
0: Like a really exciting project. Um, It comes from the phrase, it's like a shiny penny in the street, that you're always tempted to go and pick it up. And the the point is, you know, not every uh, property is uh, a good deal for everybody. And it depends on, a good deal for us might not be a good deal for somebody else, vice versa. And even is it the right time? Like a good deal at a certain time in your journey might not be a good deal at other times yeah. in your journey. Yeah. So
1: So you've got to assess it all at the time and for the reason that we wanted. Like this may have been an excellent opportunity four or five years ago in order to generate the income stream and everything else. But at the stage right now? I don't,
0: I don't know, I don't know, I don't. Four or five years ago, we wouldn't have known where to start with this one. I, I, that's the other thing, you've got to re- remind yourself that we're in a position to look at properties like this. This would be a chunk, well, it's a chunky amount of money. It's a big project, it's a big commercial conversion. Um, and it's, It you know, it does, It does get my creative juices going, but I have to remember to make sure that I switch my head on and that ultimately, as with all our investment decisions, the numbers will drive whether it's viable. And that is the question mark on this one, whether or not we can get enough space converted into lettable accommodation space for the price.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, I think I'm, I'm relatively confident in this case of the end product and the market for it i don't think we'd have an issue with that um, there's also the potential to have a cafe lisa cafe on site which mm-hmm. i've always quite liked the idea of doing um, but again that isn't a good enough reason to yeah. do it um, it needs to stack because we don't need the hassle we don't need the stress right now of a project no, that is don't. um you know that that goes down to the wire and and, and we're not sure if we're going to get the, the money back out again so anyway Exciting to be back on the road, going to look at a new property. Um, we're tying it in with a few other bits while yeah. we're down south, and we're catching yeah, we up are. with Kim and Lee face to face, which we haven't done for quite a while now. we yeah. um, got a lot to go through with those guys. So, uh, yeah, it's going uh, to be, be interesting to report yeah, nice back trip. on that one. Yeah. So, what have we got in store for everybody in this episode? Well, one of our cleaners has lost the plot and is trying to charge us for sending WhatsApp messages. Uh, we prepared to say goodbye to one of our landlord clients who might well be about to make the worst mistake of their lives Um, and we catch up with Kim to hear about all the crap she's been dealing with this week (laughs) and that that is quite literally a spoiler alert. So are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. Let's get started. Hello everyone. My name is Mark Winship.
1: And my name is Caroline Winship. And together we run hotels and vacation rentals across the UK. With
0: our team. Well, of course, with our team. We couldn't do it without them. And one thing's for sure, there is never a dull moment.
1: Oh, well, God, you can say that again.
0: Welcome to the Secret Service Podcast. Are we going with the Secret Service Podcast or Secret Service?
1: Was disappointed with this. Really, genuinely disappointed. A bit like I was disappointed with the chaps at Coverdale.
0: Yeah, I, I want to. I, I want to start though by saying that I think we're on really safe ground to say that in this podcast we have always championed cleaners oh totally always, always yeah. champion cleaners um in fact it, it bugs me a little bit when you you scroll through the the, the, the the hospitality forums on facebook the service accommodation forums the number of hosts that just don't show any empathy for their cleaners and quite frankly treat them like crap yeah um we've got some amazing cleaners we've got business partners that are cleaners yeah um, and we've done cleaning we've, we've done cleaning we've we've always championed cleaners and how hard their job is so i think i just wanted to put that out there front Mm. and center first of all because we have got a cleaner that is taking the piss well an ex-cleaner
1: yeah i i I, I genuinely think she may have been given some bad advice um and she may be thinking that she is justified in
0: I think she absolutely does. I does feel that, which makes it all the more like, otherwise we'll, we'll just, we'll give you the full rundown in yeah. a second, but otherwise you would, you would sort of laugh at it really. It, it is that ludicrous and we wouldn't be calling it out in the podcast if it wasn't, you know, so ridiculous because people need to be aware of this and to put things, make sure their communication with their cleaners is, is, is clear. Yeah. Um, and we'll certainly be reflecting on that moving forwards. But shall I describe yeah, absolutely, what's happened? Yeah, So, Um, As you'll probably know, if you've been listening to this regularly, we parted company with um, our sort of small cleaning team for the Midlands, uh, what was it, a few weeks ago, I think? A month ago, yeah. New cleaning team in place, all cracking on, that's fine. Um, We've talked about that separately. But um, we've just been tying up all the loose ends with the previous cleaner, including just paying off the final invoice. And it was Danielle, actually, who flagged this with me and said, um, oh, something strange on the last invoice. There's like a £300 admin fee. And I had assumed, so, okay, so this is the agreement we had in place with the cleaner. We pay an hourly rate. Um, actually, no, we don't pay an hourly rate. We pay a fixed fee per property, but it's based on an hourly rate of, I think, £18 an hour for cleaning. But a clean, it does fluctuate is,
1: depending on the, the clean.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, we, well, yes, but we pay a fixed price per property. Um, so if it's a two bed, we've been quoted for that if we pay, which is great. That's how kind of we need it to yeah, work because then numbers. we know what how much of that cost we can pass on to the guest, etc. And actually, you know, we, I think it's broadly based around eighteen pounds an hour. But I'm fairly certain that the vast majority, I would say, upward of ninety percent of the cleans this cleaner has done on her own, and so she might have, you know, if if the charge was fifty five pound for a property, she's probably cleaned it in an hour and a half on her own. So actually, you know, it's it's actually Actually higher than that as, as an hourly rate but anyway that was all agreed that's and th- this has Happen been operating that, how yeah. long have we been doing it a year, a year? Yeah. it's more than a year, no, year and a bit this has all been absolutely fine great relationship you know invoices paid on time every, everything no questions everything sorted on top of that we'd agreed an 80 pound a month retainer effectively okay. like an additional fee that we paid to her in recognition of her help for sorting out the linen. And when I say sorting out the linen, it's just coordinating, what we need for the following week and then like signing in and signing out with the linen hire company effectively so £80 uh, a month kind of £20 a week really it's almost like an extra hours work if you like and
1: we would have already been amenable had she come to us and said actually look it's taking an hour and a half a week we would have
0: but she didn't and there's no there's never been any question over that that was gratefully received if you like and that's all been running in that way so anyway This £300 admin fee was flagged and, you know, we've had a lot going on and I was guilty of probably not giving it my full attention. And um, I assumed that, um, because there was also talk that she'd forgotten to put it on previous invoices. So I thought she was referring to the retainer. Hmm. I thought, okay, she's forgotten to put the £80 retainer on the previous, on some of the previous invoices. I haven't noticed it. And she's now saying, look, can I just claim for that all at the end, which would have been absolutely fine if that was the case. But anyway, Danielle was flagging it up and going, "I don't think it is that." So I went back and, and, and looked, and we had been paying the eighty pound a month every single month yeah. um, as planned. This was an additional charge that had been lumped on the last two invoices, as it turned out. So the September invoice was five hundred and something, and then the New October one was three hundred. God knows how I didn't notice that, but anyway, <laughs> um, busy times, yeah. So, um, so obviously, we flagged it up and we said, "You know, we, we've been paying the retainer, but you've now charged for." what looks like all or some of the retainer again she says oh no no that's an admin fee that's for um communicating with you and your team about when the cleans are that's for replying to whatsapp messages that's for um checking the um the dashboard we have to see when the cleans are and stuff like that like 100 this had never been agreed because we would never have agreed to that how can finding out when the cleans are not be part of being a cleaner yeah, yeah and i you know i thought i was going mad i thought am i am i, know, I losing yeah, the plot here so obviously we spoke to kim and we spoke to other cleaners and we spoke to some other colleagues and, and and it's just i mean it it got laughed out of every conversation i mean it's just so bizarre yeah that we've been lumped with Well, okay, and this isn't all, is it? So that's, what, £840 for September and October, which we've actually paid. So by rights now, we've overpaid because that was – you can't just invent a new Mm. charge because you're a bit fed up at the end of a contract and you want to try and, um, like – It's like racketeering, really, isn't it? You can't squeeze more money out of people, basically. (laughs) Invent your own hourly rate. But if that isn't bad enough, and this is where I think you're probably right, I think she's been getting some bad advice because she's not tried to hide any of this. She's like openly said, look, I've put this on the invoices. And not only that, I haven't put it on my previous 12 invoices. Please, can we backdate it? Yeah. Which (laughs) equated to one day, sorry, one hour a day, every single day. Yeah, So she must be sat there thinking we are over five grand by my calculations yeah. for replying to WhatsApp messages and without which how on earth would she know when the cleans was? So not only is that part of the job of being a cleaner, how on earth would you know where to go and what to do? But on top of that, like for sure she's been getting, she's been pocketing more than 18 pounds an hour because you know they, they haven't necessarily been deploying two cleaners for every clean and that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, what do you think about it?
1: Well, like I said at the beginning, I I said I'm quite disappointed really because, you know, I I go into sort of every relationship we have with any team member, sort of very open-minded and with a sense of trust and a feeling that we're all working together as one team. And, yeah, a
0: bit like... Well, you're you're frustrated on a personal level because, you know, not that we would ever hold – we don't do this to hold it over people, but, you know, she's – we've – hosted christmas dinners where she's come around to christmas dinners we've you know allowed her to park the car when she's gone on holiday stayed in our in car park apartments. she stayed in apartments for free to help with the travel like we couldn't have bent over backwards more and we have always had a really good relationship yeah. that's what's bizarre i do think she's got someone in her corner at the moment Saying, who, oh, who, is, who is prodding her to go for it which is which is disappointing and you know there aren't that many creative ways that people have to remunerate cleaners in our industry so to say this is not industry standard is an understatement Mm. and it's like for anybody who's self-employed you know that the the communication is that's a little bit like um you know your i wonder
1: if she pays her cleaners that she employs 17 pounds yeah
0: but that's a little bit like your plumber (laughs) coming around to fix a tap and then and then we go well what's this extra 200 pound child well that's for um you telling me what time I had to come round and you know it's just that's part yeah. of that's how you secure the work how on earth would you know when the work was yeah I know
1: I, yeah I'm just it I just yeah,
0: I'm it just blows my mind it's disappointed and do you know what actually probably gets me more than anything and this is um I don't know whether this is politically correct to say or not but the, the bottom line is landlords, property owners, we're demonized a huge amount in the press um, and on social media and everything else. I think they've got loads of money. (laughs) I can guarantee you, despite the fact that this charge was completely invented out of thin air and is completely unjustified and would never stand up. um, And you can't just invent something and try and put it onto an invoice without telling anybody anyway. Despite all of that, she i know for certain and it's not reflection on this particular person it's just how the industry works she will be going around merrily slagging us off to absolutely everybody that will listen Mm. don't do work with that gateway accommodation they're going to uh you know screw you out of thousands of money despite and of course everyone will believe that because they'll go of course they are these these greedy money grabbing of course it's their fault it must be without actually understanding the story Mm. and it's just so frustrating and we have always championed cleaners on this podcast and we will continue to do that because without the cleaners and their hard work and their devotion to our properties then we wouldn't have a business in the first place um so yeah that, that that came totally out of the blue this week didn't it and i think again um a really important thing for us to have flagged up in the podcast so that other people can be aware of that and make sure that you are really clear on your understanding with your cleaners on what's expected well, with of anyone them. you work with really. uh, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly
1: oh dear never mind eh?
0: okay it's that time in the episode when we need a reality check a bit of calm common sense and some practical golden nuggets oh, to help Kim. us all get back on track, don't you think? Oh, I love Kim. I think we better call Kim. we better had. Hi, Kim. How are you doing?
2: Hi. All good, thank you. How are you?
0: Good. good.
2: Very it's, good.
1: It's ages since we've seen it's that. Hard.
0: We always say that, but it does.
1: <laughs> no, but it, is, it, does. It, is, it is a really long time. She's got her Tenerife tan.
0: I feel like... I owe Kim an apology like I know we we pay you and your amazing company and team to clean our properties but I feel like we owe Kim an and a, you, you've literally <laughs> been dealing with crap for us
1: literally dealing literally
0: with literally crap yeah
1: dealing yes. with crap Oh it's been a bit of a poopy week hasn't it
0: Yeah just a bit Who's going to tell the story Do you want to tell I'll the Let story?
1: Caroline tell the story no, I can't tell cuz I I only came in at the end of it I didn't realize that
0: do you know what i do you know what i realized i was walking basil early and i was thinking about this and i was thinking ahead Mm -hmm. of of chatting to you and i've realized i've become so chilled when these things happen (laughs) and not necessarily in a good way it's like (laughs) of course there is a torrent of shit coming out of the toilets of course there is why why wouldn't there be it's just yeah (laughs) yeah, of course there is
1: oh god let's call ronnie
0: (laughs) in a yeah so in a nutshell um uh, clearly uh, there's been a a growing issue within the drains um, and we think we've tracked it back to usual story wet wipes and mm-hmm. whatever else being thrown down the toilets has created a, a big situation in the drains so bad that it's actually <laughs>
1: come back what's up. the
0: word yeah it's it's kind of yes. come back up and there back was up. literally Sorry if you're eating when you listen to the podcast, but there are literally feces coming out of the toilet all over the bathroom of one and of And coming apartments.
2: out of the shower drain as well. And coming out of the no. shower drain. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, I saw the pictures.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah that's that. oh yeah. god, I had to tell Danielle to stop sending me the pictures. I think I was at, I was <laughs> you were actually. Tea, you? I, well, I was eating lentil soup, which is. Oh not no. A um, so it was literally coming out and it's we've having it's reached the carpet, hasn't it, in the bedroom. Yeah, it so has. we're having to replace the carpet and the underlay but, uh, and just As much as like in a sense we took it in our stride because 'cause you're like, Yeah, of course that's happened. You know, there, there's got to yeah. be something. We felt pretty terrible that you you had to go out oh. the next day and um <laughs> And and obviously you know yeah. put the groundwork in to set yep. it right again. on yeah. the
2: boiler suit, yeah, the PPE,
0: hazmat, <laughs> but, full on yeah. hazmat. I would yeah. imagine.
1: But hats <laughs> off to Ronnie because hats he's he's got a pretty phenomenal network of people he knows down there, doesn't he? Yeah, they're
2: you know, always, great.
0: Yeah, yeah he's, he's been like, able to sort out most people, hasn't he? And we got he he coordinated the. Uh, I think it was Ronnie that coordinated the drain people wasn't I think, it i think it was yeah, yeah they're like emergency yeah. drain people and they did the whole camera and identified the issue and all of that so um yeah. i mean it was sorted relatively quickly in, in that sense but obviously yes. the trouble is it's, it's building up you don't know it's happening do you no
2: no no you so, don't
0: um yeah, you so, know there's a
2: problem until there's a problem. Yeah, <laughs> boy,
0: is there a problem. So, we've got some pretty prominent signs that we're going to deliver down to you to be putting up now to make sure that, that this doesn't happen again or we try yeah. and avoid it. Yeah. But, yeah, so apologies for that, Kim. You've yeah. literally oh. been sh- shoveling shit for us.
2: Literally. <laughs> oh. yeah.
0: So, I don't oh. dare ask how your week's been. Uh... <laughs> well...
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'll look at lentil soup the same way again. No,
0: exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, God.
1: I just—I mean, the guest. I mean, I can't think why I didn't want to go back.
0: But let's let's not talk any more about. <laughs>
2: oh,
0: <No. that. laughs> what, what do you moving swiftly on? Here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what would you like to talk about today?
2: Well, I'm not sure whether it's um a step in the right direction or not. But it's, uh, yeah, I'd like to talk about Christmas planning. Oh, I'm so excited.
1: Okay. I'm really pleased you're talking about Christmas. Really? Yeah, some people yeah, really pleased. is
0: Christmas happening these days? I, I believe I,
1: Yeah, it. I want to give um, yeah. a little shout out to Kim and Lee and Ellie down in the New Forest, because they've taken on kind of a little bit of a lead on the Stay New Forest stuff, haven't they?
0: Yeah, on, and, on the social media uh, side of things. Yeah, and, and, uh, yeah. you
1: sent through a lovely video today and having a bit of a stressful moment and um this little video popped up and I watched it and I thought oh Mariah Carey and all three of you four <laughs> of you was Josh there as well going to, Josh, uh, yeah, to yeah Christmas market and I thought oh that's so nice. Was it
0: Josh that was ice skating on the video?
1: Yes, yeah, Josh oh, was ice Matt skating. Lee <laughs> <That's> pretty good. <laughs> yeah. He's
0: pretty good, is not
1: he? You should <laughs> see the outtakes. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, they're yeah.
2: the spits. Oh, we have to save those for the bloopers reel. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, yeah,
0: really
1: yeah so it was a
2: it was a family affair. There was all five of us went down and yeah. um, bribed the boys to go on that slingshot uh, oh, because oh Lee gosh. was convinced that that would great get really good, um, really good footage and. Yeah, so it's made its way into our Stay New Forest uh, Instagram perfect. post. So, yeah, oh, go and follow us on stay.newforest over yeah, on Instagram. Perfect.
0: Absolutely. yeah. In fact, can
2: we add that to the, the, for, for the show up? notes? Yeah, <laughs> we haven't
0: really ever mentioned the Instagram uh, sort of presence for Stay New Forest. So, yeah, go and check that out, definitely, because we're yeah. trying to get more active on there. And there's some really cool reels yeah, about brilliant. stuff that you can do in the forest and that sort of thing. Yep. So and
2: like. even Wilson makes an appearance as well in one of the videos. Uh-huh. Wilson oh, and Nala. <laughs> oh, I'm
0: excited. So but yeah, so thank you. Christmas. I mean, I can't even get my head around to Christmas at the moment, but we yeah. need to, don't we as hosts? We so, um, so, what, so what sort of preparation should we be making uh, for thinking ahead to Christmas?
2: Um, well, there's the practical side of it. So the first thing I would say would just be check with your housekeeping team um, what hours they're working over Christmas. Um, we only close Christmas Day and Boxing Day. Mm. um so we're working christmas eve we've actually got two changeovers on christmas eve um and then right back the day after boxing day
0: um and that's that's full on isn't it like it is full on. probably unusual
2: it is unusual yes, yeah yeah
0: i'm getting well it's yeah i think it is so yeah that that's a really good tip anyone who's hosting needs to be like don't just assume that you're going to get 365 days a year kind yeah. of coverage so yeah that is that is a useful tip
1: can I ask a question do you yes. sort of um because obviously if people are staying over Christmas they're probably going to do more cooking than our normal guests would yes. do you put more foil <laughs> I'm just thinking of foil and turkeys <laughs> do you kind of put more things in to prevent mess if that makes sense like give them more foil put
2: linings yes, in we the do. oven. Yeah, and extra bin bags and recycling bags because obviously people are there unwrapping presents. There's lots of cardboard oh, of from from gifts and things. So yes, yeah, so extra bin bags, extra recycling options, um, tin foil, um, and then all the extra bits. So make sure that salt and pepper and oil, all the basic staples are all topped up. Yeah. Um, just check the bits and pieces like that. Um yeah, so in, that's sort of the practical side of it um uh, that's really good really 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 good tip that one isn't
0: it yeah because mm-hmm. i guess you could uh yeah you could run into christmas you know quite easily without getting yourself organized and then find yeah. that you know you've met you you've taken some bookings that actually either you can't fulfill or someone's gonna have to run out and you're mm-hmm. gonna have to clean it on, on your own or something because you yeah. know you can't expect to clean i mean i guess the chances of a a checkout on a Christmas Day or something is pretty slim, mm. but, um, but
2: yeah, we've got two checkouts on Boxing Day, but we're postponing those until the day after. So we've yeah. said to our our clients, please yeah. just block that day out so we can have a check in the next day, yeah. but not on on Boxing Day. We, you know, these yeah. are the only two days of the whole year that we <laughs> don't work. We're yeah. you know Easter, everything we do. It's just these two days.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and it's actually yeah. it's actually mm. fr- looking at it from. Our side of the fence as it were from a bookings yeah. point of view it's actually quite complicated because you almost have to wait for the bookings to come in before you can start blocking dates because otherwise what date do you actually block, you block because yeah. if yes. you block boxing Day or block christmas day or box day well someone might want to stay the full period all the way through and yeah. if you block them, then they won't be able to to book any of that. Mm-hmm. You almost have to wait for a booking to come in and then and then think, right, okay, am I going to be able to service a clean at the end of that checkout and then block it accordingly? So it's actually quite, yeah. it's a bit of a juggling yeah. act. It's not it so straightforward to just say, oh, block Christmas Day and Boxing Day because you might really screw yourself there. What if there was a longer stay that wanted the whole of December or something? You've just missed out on that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just hated yeah so it's just having the conversation with your housekeepers first and then working out a good you know yeah. situation for you for you all um yeah. and it's also about if you have got a same day changeover like we have on christmas eve um then making sure that there's you're not offering an early check-in or a late check-out a you know point. try and maximize that window just for your cleaners point yeah. of view as well you know you don't want to be rushing around yeah unnecessarily
0: and yeah. i think you know as much as us greedy hosts, you know, we want to, you know, get as much revenue in as we possibly can. I think, uh, you know, we've got we've got to empathise with the fact that you know cleaners yeah. have got you know families mm-hmm. and Christmases and everything yes. else, and you can't just expect everyone to jump to your your tune, as it were. So yeah, yeah communication is is the key, though, isn't mm, it? I think absolutely.
2: And it might just be. So if you have got guests staying for Christmas, then maybe just on Christmas Day in the morning, just send them a quick message. And just say, you know, Merry Christmas. Is everything okay with the house? Is there any problems? Mm. If there are, then you can kind of deal with it then. Because mm. I'm, t- I'm telling you now, from from twelve o'clock, that's it. My phone is going. <laughs> no all right, driving. Old lines <laughs> <wise> coming out. <laughs> yeah. now I'm off duty. <laughs> Quite right, too. Quite right,
0: too. But that's a, that's another really. You've reminded me, like maintenance or dealing with issues over Christmas yes. is really difficult, isn't it? Because inevitably like you know properties still throw up issues just because it's Christmas you know there's there's going to be things kicking off and trying to get someone out to solve that with the normal responsiveness that we would like to offer is really difficult isn't it
2: yeah so I do remind my clients at the beginning of, of December just to say you know make sure that you you're checking with your your electricians with your plumbers what their opening hours are over Christmas whether they are on call for christmas day you know for the the main days um and if they're not then try and find an alternative just mm. so you know that you've got a number handy so if the worst does come to the worst you're not spending your christmas day frantically phoning around people trying to get somebody out yeah. if you plan it properly to start with just get the a list of numbers of who is available then yeah. it saves a lot of stress
0: yeah absolutely yeah, that's why I love getting Kim on. Look, we're we're learning now. We're thinking, oh, absolutely! Right, yeah, I know. Yeah, do that. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, yeah,
1: no, yeah. definitely.
0: What yeah. about like the guest experience side of things? Then, what about you know preparing for? Um, I guess it's a difficult decision about whether you kind of decorate and like. Yeah. So I know what we do, but what does some of the other hosts that you clean for do in terms of decorating for Christmas? Do some absolutely yeah. go to town, or what? What do they do?
2: We have. Yeah we have from one extreme to the other. There's uh, one house in particular which doesn't do anything at all and if the guests want to bring a tree they bring their own tree um, and then we have another house who has three Christmas trees and she's got three real fireplaces so we um, we have to sort of lay those out and then put garlands around the, the mantelpiece and <laughs> she really does go to town and that is great fun and we do have to Um, we pencil in a full afternoon to go and decorate her house because that's the fun side of our job. So, you know, we get to decorate the houses. Um, So, again, that's planning with our, you know, with a schedule. So it's just checking to see when we've got the bookings coming in. Mm. Uh, Most people put their trees up the first or second week of December, Mm. Um, just kind of maximize that Christmassy feel feel. so when people are coming away for december they might be coming away for like a local christmas market so if you've got the tree up then that just really adds to the atmosphere yeah um so it's just trying to plan in so um ideally we would go in and do a a changeover and then put the tree up whilst we're there rather than have to come back for a second visit because if you do get a booking in between then you're trying to squeeze everything in so um try and look at your calendar as far in advance as you can if you've got cleaners on site that you want to put the, you know, if you want them to put the tree up, then arrange it with them. Make sure that they've got enough time and that they're aware of it, um, because that particular day in December for us, for this, the big house that we do in Burley, um, that will be a full afternoon. So we've had to schedule that in already. You take Mariah Carey with
1: you and all the tunes. Oh, yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
0: I segwayed that by saying we know what we do, but what are we doing? I know. Like
1: what, I mean, <laughs> I'm, sat, I'm sat here
2: thinking, do we need to schedule Kimmich? <laughs> well, just
0: thinking. Of, I've I'm... got
2: dates already planned in for you guys. Don't panic.
0: Okay, I'm just yeah, thinking of got li- stuff. Little Hayes in particular because that really is a bit of a no-brainer, isn't it? Like we need to get that one looking very Christmassy, yeah. and it's yeah. our first Christmas. So actually, um, I'm sat here pretending we're super organised, and, and we we're both panicking, got a plan thinking, but, yeah. but,
1: but, but excitement level mounting now hampshire life is out today yeah so you can't I, I like i said to you i thought i'd get a little bit of a freebie but i haven't got one but it should be out in the big news agents and she said that or oh, the lady the editor of hampshire life because we've um i'll go back to why i'm talking about hampshire life in a minute <laughs> um um said it should be in the news agents by monday so uh so yes. So, so we've got
0: Christmas spread, haven't we, about little yeah. days, which actually when I think about it is creating a bit of a precedent there. Um it has, so yes. if anyone sees that and they book <laughs> us for Christmas, we better make sure we actually Yeah,
2: made a mod for your own back there, guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think a little sprig of holly on the fireplace is gonna cut it. So uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we might a need a mistletoe
2: maybe somewhere. <laughs> we might need
0: to talk off air, Kim, about yeah. what no, what that's we're fine. Doing that's about. fine. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um but yeah, <laughs> no, just to bring it back good. to the decorating, it's not just about the fun of putting the tree up it's planning the time to take the tree down as well Um, so some people want it down before new year and some people don't mind it being up for new year and then the first week of january that comes down so it just depends on what timings you have Um, if you've got somebody in for the full week between christmas and new year then um, you know Mm -hmm. that's that's obviously not going to work for for the housekeeping team so yeah so, so scheduling time to to put everything away as well
0: and what do we think? Do we rely on the common sense of guests to turn Christmas lights off and stuff like that? I remember when we were growing up, there was all sorts of horror stories about your house would burn down if you left your Christmas lights on. And I suspect <laughs> they're slightly more modern now, aren't they? The yeah, yeah. Ones, but-, but
1: presumably, though, the, the host, the owners provide all the decorations, presumably, don't they? They do. They yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The one thing that we can't do, uh, well, it might change this year, now I've got a bigger car, is uh, dispose (laughs) of real Christmas trees. Um, Oh, yeah. But maybe I should keep that But that's the
0: other consideration because, in a sense, for the host that would be easier because storage, like – it's all very well saying, well, we're going to get a really nice artificial Christmas tree and all these decorations. What do you do with them for the rest of the year? Well, I'm thinking bigger hosts, because I guess if you've just got your own holiday let, you'll mm-hmm. probably arrange for some pickup and drop off and you'll store it somewhere at home. But, you know, I'm not saying we're going to be decorating all 59 of our properties. Clearly we're not, but there could easily be, you know, even a couple up here, there could be three or four or five and we we can't be then running around to collect all that stuff. It's going to need to be stored somewhere. Yeah. So that's a practical consideration as well for people. What do you do for the rest of the year?
2: Yeah, well, this is a bit of a bugbear between Lee and I, but um, I actually store one of our clients' Christmas decorations in our garage. Yeah. So- <laughs> <laughs> I think.
0: Good Mark- to know. Good to know. Just behind
2: his golf clubs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I was going to say Mark would be with Lee on that one. I'd try and sneak it in the corner without him noticing yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah okay. oh dear okay yeah good no there's some practical nuggets anything else we need to be aware of getting ready for christmas
2: um
0: i think they're the main bits aren't i they? think that oh, is the main
2: bit, yeah. Think,
0: yeah and it's it's yeah it's it's coming up with a like a way to make the property look festive without just making the whole process painful yeah. for cleaners who are having to put it up and take it down and sort of yeah. like i'm just thinking you know stuff that could potentially result in glitter all over the house and Mm. you know it's uh that
2: is the the worst thing about christmas is the glitter yeah
0: yeah i bet you're picking (laughs) glitter off yourself uh, yeah
2: lint rollers (laughs) are good for that though there you go there's another little kim nugget there
0: (laughs) what was that (laughs) a lint roller roller. yeah good (laughs) shout well thank you for um uh, steering the conversation away from um, erupting poo <laughs> um, towards a nicer topic around Christmas and some really good nuggets there as always so thank you Kim, oh, thank you so much thank for you. Thank and no, um, we'll yeah. let you go and we'll chat to you soon Yeah, thank, thank you, you. Bye. Bye,
2: yeah. Bye. Bye. bye
0: bye one of our landlord clients has um, chosen to give notice it's um, been one of those
1: weeks is not it
0: <laughs> well yeah it is what it <laughs> is um so that we're, we're well, managing for for a, a, a client a number of units for them and they've uh, they've given notice they've given three months notice um uh, very much amicable like, oh, yeah. we always no knew, issue. We yeah, always knew okay. no issue they're totally within their obviously we're disappointed um in in a sense of you know that's it's always frustrating to to lose units and and to lose the income for the business but ultimately they're perfectly within their rights to do that they have honored the contract and as you said they have um, said from the beginning Mm. haven't they that ultimately their plan is probably to run things Mm. themselves Um, however I'm just going to say and I think all of us Danielle Kim everybody involved in this process uh, feels the same on this we are really worried for them yeah <laughs> um, I,
1: I when because i uh, obviously coming into the business you know the whole relationship with these two with these landlords has been sort of brokered by yourself and you know you'd already said they were going to sort of manage it themselves and i thought they'd have in place their own management company to run it they would have a team of VAs to do the guest comms they would have sorted out the cleaning and the linen and they would kind of like go oh we're on this one today oh we're on this one tomorrow doesn't seem to be the case tonight. No, it
0: no I, I I really worry that they have no idea what they're getting themselves in for uh, well well we we very much believe that to be true from um conversations that the team have already had yeah. with them and I think This is the challenge that we face as managing agents within service accommodation is actually showcasing the value of the service that we provide. No one would know. No.
1: The, the unless they of, listen to this yeah, podcast the amount of effort well teamwork that it takes to get the guest actually standing at the front door
0: but the, behind the, the scenes of, yeah and the amount of moving pieces and you know it's 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 quite unusual that a, a booking would go through without any kind of manual communication mm-hmm. with the guest or needing sort of that so it's, it's full on yeah. you know and we have a big well, not a big, but we, we certainly have a, a, an infrastructure, a team around that who deal with all of that stuff. Simple
1: things like, you know, I think Kim mentioned, well, what are you going to do about linen?
0: Yeah, I mean, and I mean that's no fundamental answer. questions like that make us really worried. And that, stock. What they're, yeah. These guys have a marketing background. Now, my issue with people sometimes <laughs> with a marketing background is they believe their own hype a lot of the time and they think they can come up with a fancy website and then suddenly thousands of people will just magically flock to it. Um, and um, yeah, I, I think I, I'll rant about that another time on the podcast. But anyway, the the operations side of what it takes to list properties, optimize your listings, um, drive direct bookings, um, manage the cost that the, the workflow of, of communication mm. deal with issues that come up deal with maintenance I mean the list goes on and on we're well, right? not
1: forgetting your admin charge with your cleaners so the second. first
0: thing that, that sort of made us worried on their behalf um, was the fact that they turned up at the property or one of the properties and were chatting to I think it was Kim actually wasn't it who was there actually doing the cleaning and said and, and their assumption seemed to be that everyone would just carry on that well of course you're going to carry on doing the cleaning right and then, oh what what do we do about the linen now kind of thing and you know Kim was like, uh no, like um we own the business with Mark and Caroline. Um yeah. like you've given notice on the contract, it's literally over yeah. to you now. And I, I think she probably gave them some tips and what have you, yeah, but yeah. um but I think at that point I think they
1: paled when she told it, them how I much the linen. That's cost. how
0: Kim described it Literal, Well also just Like, what, we we have to deal with the the cleaners and the the linen and the guests? Guests. And I mean, how that had got lost on them, um, I will will never know. But this is the thing, right? So people look at managing agents, and they're always trying to get it as cheap as possible. um, And they don't understand what goes into making something like this possible um they don't understand all the and they assume that all we do is we sit on our asses basically we stick it on airbnb yeah. and, and it's then... like we
1: were talking to kim about the social media side of things for so stay new forest and, and the article with hampshire life i mean you know all those things go on in the background and you can't quantify whether or not a booking has come from someone looking at our instagram page or you know something has appeared somewhere so you know, all those moving parts contribute to getting people at that front door and I'm, even then it doesn't because Danielle said last week she said she spent the whole of one evening teaching a guest how to park a property. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and I mean I, I've got no what they they come from marketing background, like getting articles in magazines and I don't have any issues for them on that front i don't think they'll have trouble getting bookings as such i think they have no idea how to list on the otas and optimize that side of things but i guess that's not difficult to learn so i don't worry about that side my point is you know, if anything, I would hold off on doing that. I wouldn't be driving really high occupancy rates through your marketing until you've got a really slick operation Mm -hmm. going, because otherwise you are gonna fall flat on your face because you're gonna get negative reviews, you're gonna be totally overwhelmed with all the issues that kick off, and then like you can drive as many people towards it as you like, they're not gonna convert because if your reviews are through the floor. And this is the the thing, I don't think they understand the operations machine that goes into delivering Mm -hmm. short stays. I agree. So that's a, a big challenge for us all. As, as anyone here that's listening to this, that um, runs their own sort of holiday lets, but also manages on behalf of other landlords, is trying to find ways to communicate through our marketing, through our um, through our service, if you like, what what we actually do.
1: Yeah. You know is, what, is, what yeah. value
0: we bring because. You know, I think people only realise that once they try and do it themselves. Yeah.
1: And it's simple things like having all the stock at a property. You know, you need a storage space, which I know they haven't got.
0: Yeah, and um, yeah, it's it's all the logistics, all of the operations. And you know, we we took the the notice message, and obviously, then at that point, closed the calendars from from that point on. Mm. Three months notice period. We we closed the calendars because you know, ultimately, we're. You know, we don't have the contract to manage that property beyond that point. And even that was sort of hadn't necessarily registered. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, you've closed the calendars from from that point. Yeah, we're not managing it from that point onwards. Oh, well, we still thought you'd secure all our bookings for the summer and all And it's like, ugh you know, well, okay, yeah, we can reopen it, but we'll be charging the full management fee, you know, in order to secure those bookies for you. So, yeah, it's, uh, the transition isn't easy, I guess, um, coming out of it probably um, a lot lot less uh, straightforward than they had hoped and imagined. We'll obviously try and help as much as we possibly Mm. can. Um, But, yeah, it's just, uh, I think, like, we've all like had like had a bit of a laugh sounds harsh not not that but we just we're really worried aren't we they don't know what they're getting themselves into i do
1: genuinely uh, they've got three months to sort it out so hopefully they will get something in place
0: maybe we need to get more landlord clients listening to this podcast and i think uh, we'd scare off enough of them to uh, <laughs> yeah. to, to convince them to to, to pay whatever a managing agent asked um, yeah. for the service because it's just not worth doing it yourselves but there we go what can you do OK, that's a wrap for episode 27. It was a good one, that one, I think. Good, we've had yeah. a lot to cover, haven't we? Yeah, uh, one extreme to another, I think, with this one. It's always the light at the end of the tunnel when we've had a crappy week. Excuse the pun. Hopefully we won't be using that word too much more in future podcasts. But um, it's it's always the light at the end of the tunnel that we'll have loads of juicy stuff to come to you guys with on the podcast.
1: Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, and if you're in the Hampshire area, don't forget to pick up your copy of Hampshire Life to mm. find Little Hayes in there.
0: So cliffhangers from this week, will our ex-cleaner come to her senses and stop inventing imaginary charges? And will our landlord clients come to their senses and realise that they may have bitten off more than they can chew? Um, thank you so much for listening. For a chance to get a shout out on the podcast, please leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice. We we. Get lots of lovely comments about the podcast and how many of you are listening to it and, and, and enjoying it and adding value, but we don't have many reviews, do we? No. Um so it'd be really nice to get a few more reviews on, on some of the platforms. If you could do that, that would be great. And we will give you a shout-out, we'll read your review out on the podcast. The bottom line is though, this helps other people discover the podcast too. Also, we're always on the lookout for holiday-let hosts who want to be our next featured host on At Your Service. So if you run a hotel, holiday let, or serviced accommodation business, send us a DM over on Instagram at?
1: Um, um, At Secret Service
0: Podcast. Correct. Yes. At Secret Service Podcast. They put me on the spot there. You'll be slick with that by the time we get to the end of season one. Um, And we can have a chat about getting you on the podcast. So thank you again for listening, everybody.
1: And thank you. Have a good week.
0: And we'll see you next week. Take care, everyone. Bye -bye. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.